Welcome back to the Ronnie's Awesome List podcast. I'm Ronnie, and I can't wait for the upcoming Mill Valley Fall Arts Festival on September 15th and 16th. This is one of my favorite local events and is widely recognized as one of the premier cultural events of the Bay Area. Thousands of art enthusiasts are drawn each year to experience the diverse artwork, crafts, and breathtaking natural surroundings under the Redwoods. Visitors will appreciate the works of nationally and internationally acclaimed artists, along with an exceptional array of music, children's entertainment, food, and more. So if you're interested in learning more about the Arts Festival, you're in luck, because my two guests today are Irma Murphy, artist liaison for the festival, and featured artist Christina Jacob, a local botanical artist. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to start off asking Irma about a brief history of the event. And what are some of your favorite highlights planned for this year? Oh, thank you. Well, we're in our 62nd year. And it started as an idea down in the plaza in Mill Valley to get the storefronts to show artwork. And then it moved on a couple years later uh, to Old Mill Park, which is a fabulous Redwood Grove in downtown Mill Valley. Um, And it would focus on a lot of the local artists. Uh, Didn't have kind of the reach it has today. But we've retained a lot of the charm that happened way back in the beginning. So it's a unique setting for art. We have 135 artists who show up from all over. And we have full days of kids' activities. Now, puppets have been a tradition there for a long time. So we have puppets and music for children as well as art activities. So they have a lot of fun things to do. And then full days of music on the main stage right below the library. So it has something for everyone. And new this year is, well, second time this year, we were focusing on a acclaimed local artist. And that's why we have Christine with us today. That's great. So as the artist liaison, I'd love to give you the opportunity now to introduce the festival's featured artist. Yes, thank you. Well, last year we started this as a way to reconnect the local element. We we do rely on Tam High to participate with their art, and they do face painting for the kids, and we thought, well, let's focus on some local artists that have a wide reputation and show what our town has to offer. We've, we're calling it our Invited to Local Artist, and uh, this year, uh, as I mentioned, we have Christine Jacob, who is an acclaimed botanical illustrator. And I've known her for a while doing other things such as uh, hikes and looking at wildflowers uh, around Mount Tam. She's also been involved with the uh, Landscape Committee, helping us at O'Hanlon Center for the Arts. And she is an expert in all things botanical and so is a consultant at Green Jeans in downtown Mill Valley as well. And then when you see her artwork, it's like, whoa. Um, so it's, it's going to be exciting because the California Native Plant Society, she's very involved with them, and they're going to be a little bit a part of what she's doing. So it's taking her natural artwork into a natural setting. And it's something, uh, since she's lived in uh, Mill Valley her entire life, that she is very familiar with the festival and grew up going to the festival. So it's a perfect match. That's great. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you. I love your artwork and I find it really inspiring. And it's great that you've been here since the beginning of your life. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell me maybe what it was like being a child growing up in Mill Valley and going to the art festival? And um... I started going when I was a teenager and it became an annual pilgrimage. Every year that I could, I would, I would go, see old friends, see new faces, new art, always come home with something whether it be a piece of art or a piece of jewelry, and um, just, of course, a wonderful setting. 
As the artist liaison, I was hoping you can tell me a little bit more about like how you go about the process of choosing a featured artist that you're going to spotlight for um, the, the arts festival. Yeah, well, it's a group decision. We have both a very active committee that's based uh, with some lo very local people who are sometimes exhibiting artists. And we also have a very active board. We're a nonprofit. And so this, again, a new concept that we came up with that uh, will be a draw. And it, is, and it was a draw last year. It will be, again, community. And since a lot of people know Christine, we, we knew that was going to be part of it. Um, she's very connected and, and a very well-loved. So it was. we put out a bunch of ideas and then we just kind of uh, talk them through and sort them out and who's available and who can do it. So I have a lineup in my own head and, and will propose to the committee of some future uh, possibilities. But it's a, it's a group decision and based on uh, can the artist make it that weekend and uh, do they have enough body of work that would fill up a space because we're we're giving the local artists quite a bit of real estate on on the grounds uh, it's actually what we call a fairy ring I call it a fairy ring which is a, a group of redwood trees in a, in a circle so it's a kind of a special little spot that we've designated for our featured artists and so it, it requires a particular kind of, of match that you can actually use that space with your art it makes sense so uh, she's a perfect match um, great so so nothing could be more ordinary than a blade of grass or a leaf and that's the way most people might see it but until you've looked at it through a painter's eye and so you take this object this very you know everyday object from nature and just create wonder and being able to view the artwork in this environment is all the more special under the redwoods where it just stems from uh, can you discuss your process of injecting this glorious small world of full of vibrant color and movement and form into your art? Well, I am basically just inspired by the subject itself and always have been drawn to natural subject matter. And I, whenever possible, work directly from life. I compose the image using sometimes more than one specimen. Sometimes I have to work on a piece over a span of time and interrupted by other, other matters in between. But um, try to aim for, for a fairly simple composition so that you're really concentrating on just the essentials of the subject matter. And it's a fairly laborious process. I'll do a very rough sketch in a soft pencil to lay, lay the composition out on the paper. And it might evolve over time. I might change things so I have the flexibility there. And I'll start with the most fugitive part of the plant, the part that's going to fade or change the fastest. That would typically be the new growth or the buds if it's a green growing plant versus a, something more static like a lichen or a pine cone. And then I'll erase the soft pencil sketch leaving just a shadow as a guide. And then I'll go in and do very detailed pencil rendering in a somewhat harder pencil, not a super hard pencil, but so I can still erase if necessary. And then when I've got that sort of monochromatic rendering in place, I'll start the watercolor in, in some cases, or it might be a pen and ink drawing. So they start, start out the same way and then go in different directions depending on the medium. And those are the two media that I am most familiar with and, and do the most with. And then I will um, do the finished drawing right over the pencil. I don't do any further erasure until the, the watercolor or the pen and ink work is completely done and dry, and then I can erase any extraneous pencil that might show at the margins. And that's it. And for pale flowers, I'll actually go back in and meticulously 
add a little slightly darker paint of whatever the flower color is so that that outline actually shows from a distance or in printing. I discovered that if I didn't do that, just a pencil outline around a white flower, for instance, would absolutely disappear in reproduction um, unless it was a very fine art print. And so I learned early on to, uh, to pick that out. It's a whole extra period of time I have to spend on the detail. Well, it's, it's fun looking at the history also of all of the different pieces that you've brought out from when you were uh, starting out as a, a kid with this little linoleum print of the deer and stuff. Are, are you going to be bringing this sort of stuff with you to the art festival so kids could kind of look at um, what you've done like at their age to get inspiration? Absolutely. I, I started drawing when I was really young, but um, started focusing on plants at the age of 12 when my parents joined joined me in the California Native Plant Society, seeing that I was so interested in plants. And I will bring examples from about that age, maybe even a little younger, and there'll be a glass top table in the middle of the grove where I'll have some examples of early things and some of the books I've illustrated and some three-dimensional material, probably a work in progress and some of my drawing materials. When I interview artists, I always ask them for tips for those aspiring to do the same. I would love to know from both artists and artist liaison, what would be your top tips to other artists who are interested in showcasing their work at future Mill Valley Fall Arts Festivals? Well, let me start with that. Um, since I'm part of the jury process, I, I'm not involved with who gets picked for the festival, but the way we operate now in the 21st century is that anyone applying to the festival sends only five digital images through an application um, kind of brokering place called Zapplication. And so what's most important for anybody wanting to first be juried in is that they have really good photographs of their work. Uh, when you're a photographer, that makes it easy because your work is the photo. Jewelers tend to be able to spend a bit of money having a professional people render their work in photography. But if you want to have your work be seen and you're not a professional photographer, hire one to represent your work well. And uh, that would be the first step. The other thing for our particular festival, we do take applications up until April of each year and then the festival isn't until September. But you have to be ready early to apply and not miss the deadline. Oftentimes people miss the deadline and it, isn't it, is it too late? Yes, it's too late. So make sure you get your application in on time and have um, descriptions of your process that a juror might be interested in seeing. There's small you know, one or two sentences where you can describe what you do. And then lastly for our particular festival, not all, we are in an outdoor uneven setting. And so you have to be prepared for uneven ground, have a proper structure and, and way to show your work. It's a little bit challenging, but the backdrop of the Redwood Grove really pays off. So those are my tips. And I'm lucky. I think one, one thing that has held me back from applying for exhibiting in open air venues like the Fall Arts Festival is a, a booth structure. You know, just never created one. So I feel of an advantage this year, not only being invited, but also having um, the opportunity to just put up simple redwood trellises against the redwood trees and hang my work from that. But thought out a whole structure and how to showcase your work is definitely a challenge for exhibiting artists. Yes. So I want to talk about this transportation okay. to the event mm -hmm. and also food options. Oh, well, yeah. Food's always important. Um, well, I want to talk about 
really the opportunity to ride the shuttle. We have a limitation downtown. There's not a lot of parking, and that can discourage people. But don't be discouraged. Take advantage of our free shuttle. And all you have to do is park at Tam High, and you can look on our website or in the program guide and find out where that is and all the shuttle stops along the way where you can be picked up anywhere downtown. If you live in downtown Mill Valley, please walk to the festival, ride your bike, or take the shuttle so you can allow people from outside the city a little bit more parking area. But it's easy to take the shuttle and fun because you can be with other people that are on the way and have that festive you know, experience. So yes, take the free shuttle and it leaves every half hour starting at 9.30 in the morning at Tam high and you just wait at the stops they're marked throughout the town um, one going up Miller Avenue and one going up Blythedale and the a food we've got a couple new vendors for food this year and really proud and excited that Sweetwater Music Hall will be joining us this year and they're gonna have a lot of fresh tasty some vegetarian options we also have pig in a pickle which would be more on the meat side we have a Mediterranean vendor who's doing all the Mediterranean salads and falafels. And then we always have Kiddo, which is one of our local nonprofits, making uh, some of the money for their nonprofit, which is Kiddo is, of course, arts in the schools around here. And so they always have Stefano's Pizza, which is always nice. There'll be, I think, a lot of good options this year for food. And, oh, Kiddo also does Equator Coffee. So make sure you get your coffee from Equator at Kiddo. And then, oh, the Dipsy. The Dipsy has margaritas. You got to know about that. Margaritas, beer, and wine. The, uh, so, yeah, a lot of good options there. Sounds great. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? One of the things that we have this year, our merchandise is going to be a little bit expanded. A lot of people know that we do posters. And then we're going to have sketchbooks. So you could get a sketchbook and then go over to see Christine and start learning how to sketch. <laughs> some of the redwood. Some of the redwood. Thing. And, um, That's a great idea. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Umbrella? Did I did I hear something? Yeah, there's the umbrella. This is Jeffrey Bouchamp, and there'll be umbrellas, sketchbooks. What else is they're going to have there? But T-shirts? And oh, they'll always have yeah, T-shirts, like yeah, that. and posters, yeah. Well, thank you, Irma and Christine, for joining me. Don't miss the Mill Valley Fall Arts Festival, September 15th and 16th. For more information, visit their website at mvfaf.org.